What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So, baseball is back, ladies and gentlemen. Major League Baseball is back. The MLB and MLBPA have reached a new collective bargaining agreement. After 99 days, the lockout is finally over. The Player Association voted to approve the most recent counterproposal from the ownership. And it's, it's a done deal. It's a done deal. This new CBA covers the 2022 through 2026 seasons. And, and th th that's all she wrote. That's all she wrote. I mean, you're going to see a bunch of things. Increasing pay for younger players. You're increasing the luxury tax threshold in a meaningful way, which means teams can spend more without having that tax, which means that they're more likely to sign free agents. Obviously, that's good for the players. And, and you know, it, it implements anti-tanking measures. It eliminates draft pick compensation. You know, meanwhile, you know, those, those are, those are some of the biggest key points that the players wanted. And then meanwhile, the owners wanted to further expand revenues. They wanted to widen the postseason field. They wanted to add advertising patches to player uniforms. The league also pushed for, and, and they were granted, the creation of a fourth tier of luxury tax penalties. Additionally, ownership saw to it that a handful of gr grievances filed by the players would be dropped. You know, they, they don't want to be liable for some of these grievances that the players had filed against some of the past couple of years. But if you look at some of the more notable gains for the players, I mean, that luxury tax is really a big one. Because this past season, the threshold was $210 million. It's going to go up to $230 million this year, in 2022. It's going to rise to 244 over the life of this agreement, which, which covers five seasons. So, you know, that extra $20 million this year in the winter, that, you're going to see how, how much of a difference that makes. You know, that's, that's a bunch of, I mean, not like top level free agents. You're not going to sign multiple top level free agents. You can sign maybe an extra. Um, but $20 million for one year, that's, that's one more. You know, perhaps one more really good player or several decent players. And that's, that's really good. That's really good for the players. You know, it's not going to be as, um, I mean, and by the way, if you're a big market team, the luxury tax never really hurt you that much. Um, if you really wanted to win, you would pay it and just move on and see it as the cost of doing business. But obviously this is a business and, and owners want to, want to minimize their costs. Because when minimizing your cost is one way to increase your profits. But nonetheless, there are a bunch of things to cover here. I think I might do a, a longer, a longer, um, episode. Who knows? Um, we'll probably get some time to dive into the details, but I do want to say that opening day is scheduled for April 7th. So it turns out the owners were bluffing all along. It was just the other day they said it was going to be April 14th at the earliest, but now it's April 7th and they're going to have to play a full 162. You know, it is, it is going to be a full 162 with full player pay. So, so it's really not that different from the original schedule. The original schedule was supposed to have opening day. What was it like March 31st? So you, you push it back a week. It doesn't make a difference at the end of the day. So yeah, starting in 2023, the schedule is going to be adjusted such that every team plays all 29 opponents in each season. It's going to be like the NBA. So that's, I think that's really cool. I think that's really cool. So you, you will play every team in the American League, every team in the National League at least once. The exact format is yet to be determined, but you know, that those games are going to be done so that they 
decrease the number of intra-divisional games teams will play because previously teams would play 19 games per season against all four of their divisional opponents. So that's going to come down so that teams can, you know, they can travel and play all these other teams, everyone in the league. I think that's really cool. And there's also an agreement for a series of games, you know, in international destinations. So during the next CBA, they're going to have events in like, you know, the next CBA, I mean, this one they just agreed to. They're going to have games in Mexico, Asia, Puerto Rico, London, the Dominican Republic and Paris. So that's going to help, you know, obviously spread awareness, grow the game in baseball. That's the idea there. Players are going to be able to report to spring training immediately on Friday. The mandatory spring training report date is Sunday, March 13. And yeah, I mean, spring training games are going to start on March 18, which is on Friday, March 18 in just one week. So baseball is back, ladies and gentlemen. We are back. Great to hear. Amazing news. That's just what we all wanted. That's what we all wanted. The postseason. The postseason is going to expand to 12 teams now. The first round will be a three-game series. And there is no ghost win involved. You know, the players were talking about doing something like if you win your division, you start the series up 1-0. But that's not going to happen. That was an idea that 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 was being discussed. But um, it's going to be a 12-team arrangement. You know, owners definitely wanted to go from 10 to 12. Obviously, that's more revenue for them. And, yeah. So the wild card game is no more. That's what this means. The wild card game is no more. The one game playoff between the two wild card clubs happened because back in 2012, MLB moved from eight postseason teams to 10. It remained in place all the way through this past season. But now that's been eliminated in favor of only three game series in the first round. So first round is a three game series for everyone. Also, the potential game 163 tiebreaker has also been scrapped because, you know, there were always 160, game 163 tiebreakers in the event that a team finishes or two teams finish the year with the same regular season record. The specifics aren't clear right now, but right now they could do something such as head to head record or winning percentage in interleague games as, as tiebreakers. Probably you probably do head to head first. That makes sense. So that's what you know, the natural tiebreaker is. Most times in professional sports, it's head-to-head first. And then you know, after that, you look at you know, winning percentage in, in interleague games. You look at other criteria, but you look at head-to-head record first. So, yeah, rather than having a one-game playoff between teams that tied for postseason spots, it's just going to be a tiebreaker. So that's going to that's, that's be how it will be. So, yeah, a lot of changes. A lot of changes. I still need to kind of digest it and go through it. But as we speak right now, expect the floodgates to open assume like right now i i expect to just see a bunch of free agent deals trades everything because spring training starts in a couple days so all those dominoes are going to fall we are going to find out where these top free agents are going to sign we're going to find out where chris bryant is going we're going to find out where carlos correa is going trevor story all these guys obviously someone like a guy like correa is probably gonna have to wait a little bit just to see where you know story goes but expect a rapid succession and guys on the move because this is going to be the the quickest the quickest end to the off season we've ever had simply because there just isn't much time so baseball's back ladies and gentlemen get excited if you enjoyed this please share it 
with someone who'd be interested. And we'll catch you next time on Baseball Connection.